Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright, or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the Kicksville. Kicksville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4041. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill, the Ted Smith, and my car. On tap today, Taryn Daly and Steve Miggs from the Daily Miggs Morning Show join us. Once again, we will sit and spin. And today, we have artists who like themselves a whole, whole lot. (laughs) With 10 bands with self-titled songs. We will play Profile This. Plus headlines, events from Shout of the Day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite. TV time with Tim. Click, clack. Drink it and done. All right, here we go to Florida and the village's entrance where a man greets residents with swollen clackers. <laughs> Meanwhile, researchers believe your dog dreams about their owners giving them bones and crackers. <laughs> if you're headed to the racetrack, bet on the horse that's on meth. <laughs> man trying to steal car at dealership, he uh, comes very close to death. And a guy steals a truck with $30,000 worth of ice cream inside. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, many people call childhood an age of innocence. And a lot of ways, that's true. But sometimes, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, kids are just guilty as F. They know what they're doing, and they know what they have done. 
A teenager in Utah, he's facing multiple charges for property damage. So the question is, what did he do? Well, he taped dead fish to ATMs and then taped a dead fish to a cop car. And sure, it's not the worst thing you could do, but he was caught and now he's in trouble. And look, I did much worse as a teenager, but I didn't get caught. <laughs> now in Nashville, a 14-year-old kid, he was arrested after stealing a school bus. Now even worse, he led cops on a high-speed chase. Now high speed is, of course, relative to a school bus, but authorities had to deploy a spike strip and use a taser to subdue this kid. And yeah, he's in a heap of trouble. Let's get a little younger. There's a 12-year-old kid in Michigan. He stole a forklift. To his credit, he knew how to drive it. He had another high-speed chase. His high speed, of course, stopped out at about 25 miles an hour. But the point is, the cops had to chase him, too. And now he, too, ended up getting arrested. Now, we understand that most of you do not have a juvenile record, but that doesn't mean that you weren't a delinquent. Even if you didn't break any legally legislated laws, you probably broke plenty of parental and or school laws. And when you get caught, you have to pay the price. And that's what we're talking about today. Those moments from childhood where you royally messed up. And sure, you can laugh about it now. Probably not that funny then. And that's what leads us to today's question, because all of us have a story. What was the most trouble you got into growing up? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. KISW. Home and us away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4041. What a large and in charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat. Once again, joined by Taryn Daly and Steve Biggs from the Daily Biggs Morning Show. We're going to sit and spin. Kind of a egotistical, narcissist version of. Is it that, or is it that your band name's super cool? I don't know. I don't know. We have 10 bands with self titled songs. The name of the band, they wrote a song with the same name as their band. I'm going to guess uh, Kajagoogoo, not on the list. 
No. Chumba Wumba. Probably not on the list. Not on the list. And maybe not Wham. Although you could write a song called Wham. You could, yeah. But either way, they they, they, they there was an era where you said, you know what, uh, we're going to name a song after our band. Was it an era? Do you think another band will do it? I don't think it's been done lately. Seems like it's been a while. I'm trying to think of the most recent band. Granted, I'm old. So recent to me, it goes back to the 80s. You're right, man. Probably in the 21st century, I cannot think of a band. Like, this is the name of our song I truly believe, and the name of our band. I believe there are artists that are so iconic that they could pull it off. They could do artists, it Artists? Bruce yes. Springsteen. I wrote well, a song called Bruce no, Springsteen. I, I think if Dolly Parton wrote a song called Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton. All right. People would like, if Snoop Dogg wrote a song called Snoop Dogg. He almost did. I, I think that it would probably be good and people would like it. I think there's a few artists that could do it. I just, it, there's just a handful <laughs> out there, you know? Ted searching his brain. I mean, Snoop has a song with, about him. Yeah. It, but it was like but an introduction. Yeah. It was an introduction. Okay. And, rapper, and rappers, they, male, female, they always talk about themselves in the third person. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they, that would be an easy one right there. So we've got uh, 10 bands with self-titled songs coming up as we will sit and spin. Also, what do we have for you? All of our podcasts up in one location. Uh, get that uh, Odyssey app now. Download it now. It's absolutely free. There are tons of uh, music channels on there, including all our podcasts, daily podcasts that we do uh, each and every day. Uh, that's available. You can subscribe to that and make mm -hmm. sure it just uh, falls down into your uh, uh phone or your computer, automatic download so you can catch up on old episodes. Uh, Greatest Story Never Told podcast, Megacast, the podcast, uh, the the weekly podcast that we do. We have about a 45-minute best of for the week. Uh, that podcast is there if you just want to catch up on the show in the past week in a condensed version. And of course, the Men's Room Radio Channel, all those things and more exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Okay, we're going to get into our question today. And uh, although there are times growing up that you've... Uh, You've gotten into some trouble, uh, depending on your parents, depending situationally what's going on in your household. Do you live in a? Uh, do you live with two parents? Do you live with one parent? Mm -hmm. Do you live with step parents? Grounding rules are different. Sure, your punishment is different as far as the level of how bad you effed up. I, I will tell you this: I have uh, knock on wood with my two daughters. I never was in a situation. I. I, I was frustrated with the, some of the behavior. Sure, sure. But there was never a time where punishment was necessary or needed in a lot of different situations. A lot of times you just have to have a quick conversation. Right. You don't yeah. necessarily need the punishment. Yeah. Just like, hey. Right. And I mean, my kids are young enough now that <clears throat> for the most part, in a couple of years, I think they will discover things to get into. But mm -hmm. right now, yeah. they're, they're still young enough where it's not so. But like my kid yesterday, you know, he had to go to the principal's office because he laughed at a fart. Yeah, and I struggle not to laugh when I heard it. He's not the one who farted. Right, it's just he laughed. But it, you know, he was kind of upset. It's like, man, I got in trouble. I said, well, well did you really? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I got sent to the principal. I'm like, and then what happened? Say, well, we had to read a book for ten minutes. I said, Look, I'll let you in on a secret. You're not in trouble. The principal just had to deal with you because you were there. Didn't feel like dealing. It's right. like, read a book. You laughed at yeah. a fart. It's funny. It's and okay. I, and I think a lot of times, as uh, as you grow older, you become a parent. You try not to do some of the things that your parents uh, did to you growing up. Oh, of course. So I never laid a hand on either one of my kids. Yeah. I never did any of the ways that I was disciplined growing up. For, for the, sure. For the things that I did wrong. Because I just didn't think that that, it didn't really help me at the time. It just, no. just made me want to kick someone's ass. But you. So, but at the same yeah. time, a lot of the things your parents said when you were growing up, you realize you now repeat to your kids only because right. the situation's the same. Sure. So it's like, all right, well, my father said this. That kind of statement worked based on the look on his face, right? You yeah. just understood. I'm not really mad at you as much as I am just completely disappointed. Oh. Well, and sometimes, I mean, back then, I mean, I would catch a whooping, and it was like, yeah, I didn't even do anything bad. You, you yeah. caught a yeah. whooping because um, you did something right. at the grocery store. In yeah, or like, like you threw up in the middle of the night. It's like, they're kids. Right, sure. It, it just, it happens. Yeah. It's fine. But... 
there are times when you know for a fact that you crossed that line. Sure. Based on whatever the situation is, and you get in trouble. Uh, I think I was grounded for a month at one point in time. I'm trying to think of some of the... It, more, you know, more so than anything, it was things were taken away from me that I enjoyed. That was more the thing. Not that you could not leave your room or do whatever, but like the things you loved most. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, now the threat is just video games or fun. That, that was mine. Video right, games. If we take this away from yep. it, like that's worse than anything that we could possibly right. do. Uh, Santa Claus one year brought me a ColecoVision, which was my uh, f- next gaming... Sa- I had an Atari 2600, and ColecoVision was, was the next in line before Nintendo and, and Sega right. took over and Microsoft, but... Uh, Clio Vision, they had Donkey Kong, they had all mm-hmm. these games that I played in the arcade. I wanted to get this thing. It was touch and go because that thing was about $200. Yeah. So that was a lot of money. That was the only thing that you were going to get. Oh, don't worry. The, the cost is relative now. So, uh, yeah. It, it, PS5, yes. talking to you. And, I, and I, I'm not kidding you. The games were still $50. Yeah. So I don't know what they are now. That- about fifty. I, I think it's kind of the same as marijuana. The prices have remained stays about, about the same. About the same. Yeah. But either way, that was a lot of money just to even get one. You know, it came with uh, a few games, but to buy a game was fifty dollars. So that was where I was saving up my money. So go back to school in January after the holiday break, and I can't remember exactly what I did. But me and a group of my friends got in trouble uh, from something related to school, and I, I cannot remember what the hell it was. But either way, I lost. Uh, the ability to play that game that I had just got for a month. Yeah. So like a dry January, I did a video game this January. <laughs> in West Virginia, it's snowing outside. It's freezing cold. You really don't want to spend too much time outside. You, you go sled riding and crap. But other than that, you go into school. When you come home, you're doing homework. And then I had nothing to do. Right. It's not like there was a bunch of crap on television like there is now or there was anything like that. I mean, it was. I just basically sat in my room and listened to the radio. And that was not bad. It was just, well, it's not what you wanted to do. Not when I got this brand new gaming system that's just sitting down there and I can't touch it. So that sucked. Yeah. As you come home, there's some cartoons on in the afternoon. But then you're right. Then you get into local news and stuff. Back in the day, that wasn't kid, Cartoon yeah. Network. No, right. It was just kind of adult stuff. I mean, every once boring. in a while, there's a show you'd watch. But for the most part, yeah. not, not Monday through Friday, maybe Saturday and Sunday. You guys yeah, I never got grounded a bunch. A couple times in high school, but they were fairly earned. Yeah. But I remember getting in trouble once in like seventh or eighth grade. I forget what we had done. We had done something that was pretty, like, ah, we had stole sodas from, like, the cafeteria at the school or whatever. All right, all right. So, I mean, it was pretty legit. But I just remember they were like, you're not going to that, like, Maryland basketball game. Mm-hmm. And that's what's crushing. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I sat home oh. and watch it on TV. Ugh. I remember what the hell we got in trouble for now. This was horrible. Uh... We used to sneak out of the house a lot. Uh, unfortunately, the night we snuck out, it was during the, it was during the Christmas, the holiday break. Uh, it was me and two friends. And uh, the two guys that live close to the school, we all kind of met up at the baseball field. That yeah. type of shenanigans. That, that's, that, that was where the dugouts were. You could meet chicks there. Don't ask me why. Sure. That, that was just the place. You don't have to explain why. That was just the place where we hung out. So uh, my buddy Pat, who's kind of an idiot, and Herky, all right, oh, I, I met up with them. And we're at the field. There's a concession stand. It's got one door, and it's got, uh, it was boarded up with two pieces of plywood. Yeah. It, someone had tried to break into the concession stand. Mm-hmm. One of the corners of the plywood, the nails were out, and it looked like somebody tried to, to open it up. Sure. So me, Pat, and Herky just got on there and just yanked that thing off. Got in there, stole all the candy, stole the chips. Uh, the sodas weren't hooked up. This is in the middle of the winter. Yeah. So we just took as much of the stuff that was in there, the perishable foods, that we can. The problem is, again, it was in December. It was snowing. Guess where the footprints went back to? <laughs> they went back to Pat's 
into Herky's house. Yeah. They just followed the prince. Of I course. Mean, that was easy enough. Uh, I didn't take any of this stuff. I was just like, you know what? Doesn't Man, matter. Their house is closer. <laughs> their house is closer. We'll split it up later. You know, because they were going to hide all of the candy and all the stuff at Herky's house. Because Herky had, had a single mom. Uh, they had a big house. Yeah. Two-car garage. He wasn't going to get... He, he could hide the stuff. Right. We right. could not. I mean, Pat had like five sisters, you know, family, the whole deal. I'm not taking it back to my house. When he got busted, he ratted us all out. So that's when the phone calls started coming around. When we got back to school, since that was school property, we got called in the principal's office, the entire deal. That's why I got grounded for a month. And I didn't even have anything. I, I mean, like, I, w- I was definitely You're involved. part of it, right. I'm, but I'm part of the heist. I didn't have any of the You're goods. the getaway driver, basically. That's, that's exactly, I did not pull a gun exactly out on the teller. Yes, I knew what they were doing. Yes, I was a getaway driver, but... Right. I'm not the worst stuff, but anytime it's guilt by association. I remember a friend of mine stole, I was like second or third grade, but third grade, and he had stolen another student's watch, right? Because we had uh, like those, like not quite a cubby hole, but kind of a rollout tray that you put your crap in. And this kid had a Timex watch, and he put it in there, and someone else I knew grabbed the watch. I knew about it, but somehow I was now associated in the theft, and honest to God, I had nothing to do with it other than being aware and not narking the kid out because that's just not my deal. And honestly, I didn't care. And I did not believe that my buddy who stole the watch planned on keeping it. It was just more of a make this other kid panic, which he did. But I guess he had seen evidence that maybe he'd gone in there and I'm staying. Whatever. Anyway, I get home and my father, he doesn't play that kind of thing. And I'm trying to explain to him, like, hey, man, I did not steal this watch. Well, I couldn't get a word out. And I mean, mm-hmm. I got my ass whipped, and it was all about stealing stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even do it. So took the beating, you deal with it, got whatever kind of punishment you get when you're eight years old. But the whole time, I'm like, damn, man, right. I didn't even steal the watch. No. It wasn't even me. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. And it's one of those things where you learn real quick. Who you choose to be friends with can be just as detrimental as committing the actual crime. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and those parents who have the crappy kids, they believe that their, their kids', kids friends <laughs> right. are the ones that are being the bad example. They believe that it can't be their little, you know, sweet, sweet baby. It's, Sometimes parents just get it wrong. They do. My mom always had a, a thing against one of the guys. And, like, we had gone to beach week together or whatever, and then we went down for spring break, right? He knew some girls that were going to college at Charleston. So we're, like, 18, 19. We go down there. Now, a couple of his other friends from his neighborhood that I did not know, they didn't go to Damatha, they must have stolen some of some of this. We were staying at these guys' like house, but yeah. they weren't there. They must have stolen some of the stuff. So I, I don't know why, but my mother got it in her head that John was like a bad influence. And I mean, it took years. Really? I was like, look, those were kids he grew up with. Like, we just brought them. But yeah, and I'm like, John is like one of the nicest, most upstanding dudes. I mean, he's a teacher now. Yeah, but she just mm-hmm. was dead set on it, and like, like he couldn't like come over to our house. I will say this: whereas and I had other friends that were at my house all the time that were degenerates. Yeah, my buddy Tony, but my mom loved him. Uh, the yeah, one my thing- buddy Josh was a little more of a degenerate, <laughs> but she loved Josh. The the one thing I do try to do as a parent, especially at the age that the kids are now, because I'll get an email or get the phone call about whatever has gone down, and I know the kids are trembling in their pants for me to get home, but. Just because of the way my situations have gone down at roughly their age, the one thing I do is I separate them. We sit down in a room, keep it kind of quiet because I'm not trying to humiliate or embarrass them. And just like, what happened? Why am I hearing blank? And he let them explain. And for the most part, it's decent stuff and you can just talk to them. I just remember like getting home from school. My mother's already pissed because she's already gotten a phone call from this little girl's mother. And what the mother said was true. It's just not full story. So my mother, I get home. And she's mean mugging me. And she's like, 
I'm talking to so-and-so, and she says that you picked up a dog turd, which I did, and hit her daughter in the face with it. I said, I did. So before she asked me what happened to provoke me to do this, she said, I want you to apologize to that little girl. I was like, no. It's third grade as well. And that made my mother lose her mind, but I'm like, no. So I hear my mom now explaining to this girl's mother, I will talk to him and I will get to the bottom of this and see what the problem is, and he will call your daughter back and he will apologize. Slams down the phone. She's like, did you throw this dog ass? That's what she said. This girl. I'm like, I did. I get laid out for about another 10 minutes. You know, and look, I'm sniffling, dude. I'm not just being completely, you know, like a few. But finally, she goes, well, what led up to this? I'm like, she called me the N-bomb. My mother was like, F that little bitch. You I'm like, <laughs> if you had just asked me why I did it, I would have told you this. And I have been berated for 20 minutes, right? So I'm already in tears and doing the thing the kids do. Only for you to be like, okay, maybe don't do that. But I'm not mad at you. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you that stuck in my head. So it's my kids now just like, hey, I'm going to tell you what I heard. I wasn't there. Just tell me your story. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it yeah, works out yeah. much, much better. We brought you this story a couple of days ago. A teenager in Provo, Utah, facing multiple charges of property damage and stands accused of repeatedly taping fish to ATMs <laughs> and once even taping a dead fish to a cop car, doing so all in the name of social media clout. Uh, the kid has amassed nearly 89,000 followers, all from posting videos of fish that are duct taped to ATMs. Do they say what kind of fish? Fish that appear to have been uh, caught locally. Oh, and really? Not purchased at a grocery store. Most of the fish appear to be carp or catfish. I just assumed it was like goldfish or something. Okay. Yeah, they're bigger fish. So than this kid is out there fishing and then taping. Yes, with duct tape. Like, he, 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 I mean, he's Ted's right. They're, they're not like small fish. He, whatever he catches. He, I still don't know how I feel about this. Like, I get. That he's in trouble, but I'm like, I don't know. That seems pretty yeah. harmless. I think I think what you need to do from the parent point of view is like, you're in trouble, right? And whatever you're going to do is punishment. It's a punishment. But I think when I close the bedroom door, I'm kind of chuckling under my breath. Like, okay, if the cops are going to bring our kid home for doing something, I'm glad it's that. Yeah. Yeah. According to ABC4, the two charges of property damage stem from the cost of the cleanup as someone was tasked each time with having to clean up the duct tape fish on the ATMs. Now... <laughs> One video where they posted with a caption, we support our local PD, shows what looks to be a rainbow trout taped to the side of a police cruiser at night. That video alone picked up 30,000 plus likes in November. Now, most of the videos like this. I, that's kind of funny. I don't know. I'm trying we not support, to laugh. We support our local PD. Yeah. Boom. Here's a trout. Most of the videos uh, look like uh, the camera pans up to show a fish, then duct taped to an ATM. In this instance, it's a carp with a cigarette stuffed in his mouth. Uh, maybe it's the mere fact that this has been happening in Utah, but uh, they said that they were, uh, some people said uh, they were getting extreme SLC punk vibes from this prank. I'm not sure what that is. Okay. But, Salt Lake City? Yeah, I guess it must oh, be. Oh, the Salt Lake City punk scene. Yeah. Well known. Well, because the subject is 17 years old, the case was turned over from the Provo PD to juvenile justice. Uh, he is charged with second degree penalty with uh, damage in excess of $5,000. This is not, in that instance, over $5,000 damage. So it looks like he's going to get hit with a Class B misdemeanor. What do you think would even happen if you're 24 years old and you get butt? Like, that's your crime. You're an adult, yeah. and you'll be charged as an adult, but I'm being charged for taping fish to things. Well, here's the thing. Look, I know what he was doing, and he was having fun with it. Obviously, he's doing it for social media. I mean, Ted, as you said, you played mailbox baseball. That's federal crime. 
Yeah. Uh, I used to yeah. blow, I used to blow up mailboxes with my buddies. Pat, back again. That's a federal crime. We used to drop them in the big blue. We did not yes. know it was a federal I, okay. crime, but, but yeah. But, but but once the police become involved in something, it does not matter what the deal is or how you can explain it to your parents. Your ass is grass. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, if you've damaged police property or any of those things, that Kate, the, if they're knocking on your door, regardless of what it is, if the police have to talk to your parents, mm-hmm. that's not good. I know this from yeah. experience. That's, it is that is not good. It is bad. Yeah. And you're right. Like this, it could have been your buddy's parents brought you home for the mm-hmm. same crime. But when the cop, I think that was 12 when that happened. Man, I just remember my dad opening the door, seeing the cop looking at me, and I already knew. Yeah, I was going to die soon. I it got to the point where I did not want the cop to leave. No. Got to say, hey, man, when you leave, you you're better terrified. come back. It's going to kill me. You could be 17 years old. cop comes to your parents' house. You are absolutely terrified. The next year you move out when you're 18, you could be throw a party, and a cop knocks on your door because you got the music too loud, and you open it and go, oh, hey, officer, how hey, what's doing? going on, man? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. One year later. <laughs> The time that you can go to jail. Now they're like your friends. You would rather oh, no go problem. to you'd rather no. go to jail than have the cop. We'll turn the music talk down. to your parents. Just That's take true. me downtown. Yeah. 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 You guys, uh, you guys of age, you guys drinking in there? Well, I mean, we're not of age, but you know, we live here and stuff like that. You know, like uh, no one here drives, officer. We're all good. We'll turn right. the volume down. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the noise off. Okay, if I have to come back here again, then uh, it's going to be a little bit different. Okay, cool, man. Hey, have a good weekend. Thanks. <laughs> right. One year before that, oh, God, <laughs> my mom's going to kill me. Yes, she is. But she won't have to know about this. What was the most trouble that you got into growing up? 206-803-ROCK. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. All right, what was the most trouble that you got into growing up? 206-803-ROCK. Here's a good one from the text. When I was four, I got some tools for Christmas. I went and tested out my new hammer by smashing out all the lights in my neighbor's truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'll get you in trouble. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Bujola. Hola. All right, guys. So basically, I was in eighth grade at the time, right? Um, so I'd skip school. So I'm at home, and it's probably about 11, 30, 12-ish. 
I'm getting kind of hungry. So I'm like, well, I'll make myself some top ramen. Boiling water's not that hard, right? In well, theory. Uh, yeah, in theory, right? So boiling the water was super easy, right? I just put it on the stove, but uh, forgot about it. And I was trying to make a bus to go down to the mall. So I was like, well, I'm going to leave, catch that bus real quick. Yeah. Uh, so before the age of smartphones, I get, I get a phone call on my little like old school flip phone, right? And my mom is furious. Uh, apparently, well, not apparently, I did. Uh, <laughs> left the stove on oh, no. with the boiling water. Well, the thing is, it wouldn't have been that bad, but she keeps decorative candles like around the house. And so she left a decorative candle on the stovetop. And I don't know how, in God's name, that thing didn't ignite. But it was burning off all of the wax. It had completely melted down into the stovetop. <laughs> And damn near burned the whole house down. <laughs> so what was it? What, so, what is your punishment? Like I, that's I'm also curious about that. Right. What What did your parents? How did they lay down the law on you? So that one was obviously a little more oversight. I wasn't allowed to like basically come home or um, like do do the like latchkey thing. Right? They they made me ride the bus, um, and then also all the video games taken away. Um, Dial-up internet at the time, you know, that's gone, that kind of deal. So just basically as much punishment as they can. And then um, obviously like the harping and the fact that I almost burned our house down kind of set in for me. Were they they more upset that you almost burned the house down or the fact that the reason you almost burned the house down is because you skipped school that day? Like this would not have happened if you did not skip school. So uh, my mom was a teacher at the time, so she was a lot more pissed that I skipped school. Yeah, uh, that's, right. that's what yeah, I'm like, like, as a parent, like, look, we know the kids are kind of absent-minded and forget things. We understand mm-hmm. that. But if you're home when you're supposed to be, maybe someone else turns off the stove. So you're telling that's me, exactly this is the way I see yeah. it. You yeah. cut school and then almost burn the house right. down. Th- yeah. This is, yeah. that's <laughs> the problem. Man. Not that you made a mistake, but that you skipped school every, to burn my house down. I'll tell you what. Every, I, I do remember That's this. bad. Every, right, that's bad. Every single morning. I was one of those people who my mom could knock on the door five times. I just did not get up and get moving. Right. But the way the, the bus route was, it was up on a hill. The, there was a road, and the bus came down that hill. And you could very clearly see the bus coming down the hill because it would put on the flashing lights because it had two or three stops for kids right, along, right. That, along that slope. My bus stop was about 100 yards away from my home. So I just had to run to the corner. And let's say... See, as a kid running 100 yards, like, cool. If the bus was normally 7.30, you needed to be there at 7.20. It could be 10 minutes early. It could be 10 minutes late. It could be 7.40. So you had a 20-minute window. Right, Right. it's not the city bus. Yeah, you needed to hit that damn Which is guaranteed. And if I did not not make that school bus, my parents absolutely... And they could drive me, but they lost their freaking minds. Uh They absolutely lost it. And I remember, like, them picking me up and telling me, I can see that. You get your damn clothes on now. Get your ass out that door. Put your shoes on. Don't even time. Just take off running. And I would run and wave my hand. You know, the bus would wait for me. And I mean, I was just like, because it was just the most, I don't know why. It was just such a big deal if I missed the bus. I can tell you why. Because you have one responsibility. That's, That's all it is. That is all, yeah, yeah. It, look, I remember I, missed, I stayed after school to actually do more schoolwork voluntarily which was real unlikely, seventh grade. Me and two of my buddies stayed later because we had access to the library and we had some project we had to get done, right? No big deal. And the last bus that left there, I don't know, say it was 4.45 or whatever. And I missed about like five minutes. So I called my dad and I'm like, oh, hey. And he do me a solid and uh, just pick me up from school 
on their way home. And honest to God, it was on the way. Same thing. The car ride from that school to home, you would have thought that I killed 17 people Mm -hmm. and burned down a building. And all I could think was like, when we walked out, we saw the bus pulling off, man. We tried to make, he didn't want to hear it, man. All you had to do was catch a goddamn bus. You guys are screwing around. I'm like, yeah, we're screwing around a little bit, man. But I mean, honestly, like, and again, pre, uh, pre-cell phone where everything is synchronized to a satellite so that your computer and your phone will change times to the same time at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. My buddy's watch was like, I don't know, five minutes late. Yeah. So, so, but that's the only time reference we had. So he says it's 430. The reality is that it's 437. Well, we don't know that. So we honestly made a conscious effort. Be there on time, do the right thing, but we missed the bus. And yeah. I don't know if my buddy's got in trouble too, but I just remember that car ride. And it's like a seven-minute car ride. But those seven minutes, I'm like, holy God, man. I didn't make it. I did part of it too for Miles. It's like they probably just have their morning routine. Right. And, and you not being there is awesome. Right, yeah. but it's just like, all right, now I got to go do this. Like, I, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. And, and I think Ted's right because say you get off a month, President's Day, right? You're off on Monday. That's cool. But so are the kids. Okay. But when we're off on a Monday and the kids aren't there, it, it's a much different kind of day. I, and I got yelled at by the, at the bus driver. My mom, at one point in time, <laughs> I missed the bus. So I, I come, you know, slopping back in the house. Like, I missed the bus. And she's like, you know, just, right. I mean, my mom rarely cusses. I mean, nine million cuss words. <laughs> grabs me by the backpack, takes me into the garage, pushes the garage door open, starts tearing off of the bus. All right. Now, when the bus. Oh, she stopped, drove you to the bus. When the bus. She's <laughs> hightailing a, Volt, a pink Volkswagen bus. With Good luck, man. With Mary Kate. Yeah, trust me. It was the most embarrassing thing of my life. Okay, when the bus stops, as you know, there's a stop sign that comes out from the driver's side door. Yeah. The driver's the, the flashing lights. You got to set right because it stops everybody, whether you're behind the bus sure, or yeah, in front yeah. of it coming the other way. Doesn't stop my mom, Ted. She goes right past the bus, pulls in front of it. She's flashing the lights. She pulls in front of the bus, puts her brakes on, and stops. And basically, you know, pushes pu- her ass pushes out me door. out the door. <laughs> and then I walk, you know, up to the bus. And the driver's like, "Did your mom see the stop sign? Did oh, you know Lord. you can't pass a bus when it stopped with the flashers on?" I'm like, "My mom's illiterate. I know that. She's very mad at me. I missed the bus." And she's like, and the lady's just like, "Please tell your mom if she just flashes the lights behind me, I, I will stop the bus." But do she, not pull in front. She cannot pass the bus and then pull in front of me when I have a stop sign there. And I'm like, I'm not telling my mom that. Like I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not. You're gonna get hired. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm oh, not. mom, one. Will you tell that bus driver that I said they were ten minutes early today? Whatever they do, I was like, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> amazed that people still do that. I have not seen that. It was a rural road. Really? I get it, but still, like no. But I'm where just saying, we like, are, man. There's in the morning. There there's are a ton a of school lot. buses, uh, and look, it sucks, mm-hmm. but you gotta stop, man. Yeah, I saw somebody do it the other day, and I was just really, like, and I'm like, maybe they don't think it applies to them because they're on the other side. No, maybe. no, it applies. I look. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying. Like it just. It, that's what I'm saying. It caught me so off guard. I was like, all right. And look, mm-hmm. I respect that law, and it's there for a very good reason. That said. Who here does not hate getting stuck behind that damn thing? It's like, son of a bitch. Man. Like, really? Come on. And then I, I can never see how how many kids are at any given bus stop. So it puts out its little stop signs, right? And you're kind of waiting. And in my head, I'm just like, what the hell is taking these kids so long to get on the bus? Just get on the goddamn bus so we can get moving again. Oh, yeah. But you can't really say that out loud. 
You just got to mm-hmm. drum your fingers impatiently a little bit. My daughter's always like, just honk. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, listen, that, that is the last thing. I, I, I was or like, so for me, it's more annoying when you're driving and you see the bus and it's like, you see it start to slow down. It's like, don't put the sign out. Don't put the sign don't out. Don't do it, man. It's like when you're on a water break during a two-a-day. You see that coach like holding his whistle. Oh. It's like, don't blow it. Don't blow <laughs> yeah. it. I'm on a two-lane road in the 28th the other night, and it's dark, so I can't really see. But the, the bus in front of me stops at a, just a not an intersection stop, just just one of the, the the bus stops along the way on a two-lane road. I cannot pass this bus. I am behind it. It is taking forever. I have let off about seven f bombs. Like what in the right freaking doing, man? You know. And then I see this woman in a wheelchair, and she's got like a flag on top of her wheelchair, and she's obviously older. Very, and she's got an electronic, you know, like wheelchair like thing. Like a rascal? Yeah, well, no, more like a... It's a, it's oh, a, like it's a wheelchair. wheelchair right. But it's like, you know, she got a joystick on the she's thing. Like, I can hear you guessing. But it's raining. Oh, And God. she's getting dumped on. And it's night. I'm just like, I am such an ass. <laughs> like, I am such an ass. They just had to let the ramp down. Like, yeah, they, and they got to lower <laughs> it down. Right, right, so, like, right, you I'm get like, stuck behind that I bus. Am, it's going to take a second. I am cussing this old woman out. He's, you know, poor thing's got to, you know... Get rained on. Right, here you are. poured on in a wheelchair. And I, I mean, look, I, I like, oh, I've no. done it, too. Because there's, there's a city bus stop right in front of my complex, like the apartment complex I live in. Yeah. So, like, where the bus stops, it blocks part of the driveway. I know exactly. So you can't really at. go out yeah. around it because you don't know what's coming. And same thing, you're just like, "What takes so long?" And then you see it raising up and raising down. It's like uh, I'm just yelling at handicapped people. My now. bad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What was the most trouble that you got into growing up? Two hundred six eight zero three. Right. I feel like they should change the saying to "The road to hell is paved with impatience." Correct. Because yeah. you're always screaming and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, oh, god." That's yeah, my, bad. my bad. So sorry. My and, bad. and look. I get when you're in your car, you're in your own little world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you say a lot of stuff. Oh yes, you do. Colorful, colorful stuff. Yeah, a lot of words you don't use in public. No, that's why you got to be careful with kids in the car. Oh, you have to remember I, 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 that I the kids are that's, in that's, the car. I mean, we can do a whole show for four hours, and I, 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 I'm fine. And then I'll get in the car. And my kids were little, and I, I, I could not, for the life of me, cut my tongue off. Right. It just, it was, I couldn't do it. My kids, I look in the rearview mirror, and they're both back there with their mouths wide open, like. Oh, my kids, man. I'm telling you, I get home and uh, you should have heard what mom said in the car today. I'm like, I can guess. It, you don't need to. T- a lot of the words started with F. I'm like, I understand. One had an M and an I'm like, I understand, guys. I understand that you're entertained. I know what she said. It's fine. I'm amazed you can do the show. What did your son say after Miles took him golfing? Oh, yeah. So, hey, man, I was uh, golfing with Mr. Miles. Oh, it was fun. Man, he cusses a lot. <laughs> What's well, a golf course? <laughs> yeah, it's it's your speech outside of the four hours we yeah, work. Like sometimes, it's just like, dude. I mean, like, I don't want to be this person, but like, that's that's a lot for even this restaurant. <laughs> well, you know why they call it golf, right? Why? Because every other four letter word was taken. <laughs> that's a good one. Yes, yeah. it's a frustrating sport. What's <laughs> uh, what was the most trouble that you got into growing up? Two zero six eight zero three round. Hello, Don. Welcome to the men's room. So I don't know. I was about eight or 10 years old and um, I was around this corner at a neighbor's house. We were playing and hang on. And um, she's making a laugh. At least you use your signal. Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. (laughs) So um, the, the kid's dad was doing remodeling so we had a tarp down over the garage and the garage door wasn't on there and me and my friend were you know 
writing on it. We were cutting holes in it, putting our names on it and stuff. And he came out and he saw this and he was mad. He was so mad. And he sent me home and I wasn't supposed to be home yet. So I hid in the backyard. We had this old 54 car that was in a shed and I got in it. I hid in it. I fell asleep and I woke up to my name being yelled all around the neighborhood because all of the neighbors were out looking for me because they thought I had been stolen or I was lost. They didn't know what happened to me. Why Why did you have to... You said you weren't supposed to be home yet, but you weren't cutting school, no. right? No, it was, you know, like, I think it was probably a summer day and I was over at Jeff's house and I was only, you know, I was supposed to be over there until like five o'clock, come home for dinner. And... um I got sent home before that, and so I didn't want to get in trouble because I got sent home early. I see. I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. Yeah. You're trying to cover so, your, your badness there. All right. Correct. Yeah. So I hid in the car, and I fell asleep, and when I woke up, yeah, the whole neighborhood is out looking for me. So Which, were, were, they, were, they, were they more relieved that you were okay, or did you still get in trouble? Oh, I got in so much trouble. It was not even funny. Yeah. I couldn't go over to Jeff for a while. I was grounded. I got my butt beat. Um, yeah, it was it was so much worse than if I had just gone home and said, hey, you know, I did this. Now, did you were you not allowed to go back to Jeff's house because your parents were mad or because Jeff's dad's like, hey, your crazy ass daughter's like cutting up my tarp and stuff? Both. Both. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just going to say this right now. I, I don't think you should be going to Jeff's house. It doesn't sound like you're being very responsible, Don. That's, yeah, I don't know why. Just his name. It's like, you know, what's her name? Don. Yeah, Don. You know what? No more Jeff's house, okay? You can't handle yeah, well, it. Well, Jeff, Jeff was my best friend. You know, there were three of us at their house. There were three of us at our house, and we were all the same age, you know, and Jeff, you know, just happened to be a boy. And, you know, I mean, I was a tomboy growing up. Right, but so. this this only happens when you go over to Jeff's. You don't act mm -hmm. like that at home. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you and Jeff well, ever did you and Jeff ever go to a dance together or anything? As time no, went on. No, we didn't. Okay. Nope. Nope. We were we were best buddies, so. Do you know where Jeff is yeah. now? Like could you find I him do, on Facebook? Yeah. Right, what what is he up to yeah, now? We're, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. I don't know what he actually does, but um he's married and he's got two kids and he's got grandkids and yeah. So. Sounds like Jeff's busy then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah uh, let me ask you this real quick. Did you know that cutting through the tarp was bad or were you just being a kid and really had no sense that this was not cool? We were just being kids. We had, you know, it didn't even occur to us that, you know, it was, you know, we were vandalizing something. We were just having fun. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Hey, man, I've been there. You know, on the other side of that, like, why does my father seem so angry? We were... Me and my buddy were in the garage. We had a big-ass Pontiac Grand Am. And garage doors closed, but it was one connected directly to the kitchen. No big deal. But we would climb on top of the car and then belly slide down the front onto the hood because the car was longer than any slide on any uh -huh. playground everywhere. We did not realize that the zippers from our jackets and pants were scratching the top the of the hood. Car. No idea. You know, looking back, how stupid were we? Well, we were that stupid. But I remember my father walked out into the garage, not even looking for us, saw what we were doing, and went ballistic and i could not understand what the problem was and then even when he's pointing at the hood trust me he was very detailed to explain what it is that you've done wrong in my mind because kid logic like repaint it 
Mm-hmm. I see you do it to the wall, man. You're the one who hit the living room wall with the coffee table when you're moving it. You repainted it. Oh, yeah. No problem. Why don't you just do that? You just don't get it. But whether I understood or not, the one thing I did comprehend was don't do this again. Okay. This is this here, is here, bad. Here, okay, speaking of Hudegar. Yeah. My buddy Jeff. All right. So his uh, dad had a Chrysler. You know what, Miles? I don't want you going over to Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. What is it with this <laughs> Jeff guy? Oh, Jeff. He's, Jesus. I don't, same, same, same thing with his. His dad had a, a Chrysler New Yorker, which mm. was their big, big. Equally as long, right? I mean, the, the hood on that car was 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 eight feet and begging to be played with. And he uh, and and Jeff's dad would let him take because he drove like a Dodge Omni, but he would let he would let uh, Jeff take the car for the weekend uh, to go out on a date with his girlfriend Wendy. This was Jeff's first real girlfriend, and they were they were pretty tight, 16, okay. 17 years old, or whatever the deal was. Well, Jeff came. Th- that car normally was always. Oh yeah, I remember that car. It was always it was a big ass. Yeah, car. it was always in the garage. All right, right. no elements, but, nothing. But, but in this case, because Jeff took the car, he pulled it out. So his mom pulled it in the garage. So Jeff, when he came back, he he uh, he parked the car in the driveway, and his dad gets up the next day, and I don't know if it was the dew, I don't know <laughs> if it was the humidity in the air, I don't know what it is. But in the middle of the hood of the car, there was a huge ass print, right? Oh. Two cheeks. And then <laughs> there's two handprints <laughs> on the top of the hood. <laughs> and what looked to be like the back right. of the head, you know, in between the two handprints. <laughs> that was the last time that Jeff was ever allowed <laughs> to take the New Yorker for the weekend. His dad, like, grabbed him and, like, he's like, you are not going to believe this. It was like it was perfectly imprinted in the hood of the car. He's like, my hands, her head, her ass cheeks. Right. You know, oh my, my sh- Yeah, I was like, I had to see. He's like, he already wiped it off, man. I was like, I had to see this. He's like, no, we can't go in there, man. He's like, I'm not allowed to use the car anymore. I was like. Oh. I mean, to his credit, at least he didn't have sex in the car. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, the hood was so yeah, big. As far as, it could have been both. You could have had sex yeah. with eight people in the hood of that car. <laughs> what was the uh, most trouble that you got into growing up? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 